Welcome back to Common Sense Fantasy Baseball. I'm Drew and I'm flying solo today. I wanted to get out a short episode uh, to do three things. And the first is to say a big thank you to all the guests who have joined me recently. I've really enjoyed having all of you to talk to about fantasy baseball and I think the analysis has been great and I've learned a lot. So I hope everyone else has too. Number two, I'd like to announce that I'm going to do an episode in the next few weeks called Know Your League. There is just a huge, huge difference between a 15-team league and a 10-team league or a roto league and a points league. And I typically focus on 15-team roto here because that's what I play a lot of, the draft and holds that I play, the main event which I hope to play. All of these things are... 15 team roto and that's what I focus on but a lot of you don't play 15 team roto and so I thought I would do an episode on sort of how player valuations change in different types of leagues and I wanted to open it up for questions so if you have a question about how to value a player in your particular league format email me the format and the player and I'll try to work that into the episode somehow I'm at commonsensefbb at gmail.com, or you can just hit me up on Twitter at commonsensefbb. Now, for the rest of this episode, I want to talk about 15-team roto again, and I want to discuss the need for speed, stolen bases. And I don't want to just look at speed in a vacuum, because the conundrum really comes in when you're comparing speed to power. And I heard this illustrated interestingly last season when um, you needed to, to, to be in the 80th or 90th percentile, I don't remember the cutoff and it doesn't matter, you needed, you know, like 360 home runs and for steals you only needed about 120 steals. So, you, you know, just doing the math, the idea was that a steal, one, one incremental steal is worth three times as much as one incremental home run because it'll uh, get you three times as far to what you need in the category. However, what this doesn't take into account is that every time you hit a home run, you also get a run scored and at least one RBI. So a home run isn't really just a point in that category. It's a point or more in at least two other categories. And so maybe the best way to illustrate this is with an example. Francisco Lindor and Trey Turner are both first-round picks. And in my opinion, they're both very good first-round picks because they give you a lot in all five categories. They're both shortstops, and they're both going in the middle of the first round, so that's why I chose to compare these two. Also, ATC has Lindor projected for 33 home runs and 22 steals, and Trey Turner projected for 20 home runs and 39 steals both about a 285 average, and I'll get to the counting stats later. Because, as I said, steals are three times as valuable as home runs, any dollar value calculator is going to show that Trey Turner is a more valuable player than Lindor. Just because I had it handy, I looked at Baseball HQ's forecaster that I got for going to first pitch Arizona, which I would recommend to anyone. And it calculates Lindor as a $35 player and Trey Turner as a $39 player. That might be why Brian said he 
liked Trey Turner fourth overall. And the dollar value is not wrong. What Trey Turner gives you in stolen bases is huge, and he's getting credit for that. And Lindor is still getting credit for the better numbers he gives you in home runs, runs, and RBI. But the dollar value is saying that the percentage of what you need in those categories that he gives you is less than the huge, huge percentage of what you need in stolen bases that Trey Turner is giving you. So in my opinion, while this succeeds in rewarding a player for what they can give you in each category, it fails to penalize a player for actually hurting you in some category. So for Trey Turner and home runs, his 20 home runs, if you got that from each of your 14 hitters, that would be 280 home runs. But I already said you need more like 360 to compete in that category. So he's hurting you there. His 68 projected RBI, if you got that from each of your 14 hitters, that'd be 952. Well, you need more like 1,100 and something. doesn't matter about the exact number, but you need a lot more RBIs than that. So Trey Turner is actually hurting you in those two categories. Lindor, on the other hand, if, if everybody got you 33 home runs, you would have 462 home runs. And if everybody gets you 88 RBIs, you would have 1,232 RBIs. So he's helping you in really every category. I guess what I'm trying to say is that I feel like there should be a premium put on a balanced profile. Like the dollar value should be adjusted up for balance and maybe even adjusted down for overkill in one category. If you get a bunch of players, if, if, if somehow from all of your players you get 25 or 30 home runs and 10 steals, you would be good in all the categories. Of course you won't be able to get 14 hitters, including catchers, that get 30 home runs and 10 steals. But when you eventually have to settle for guys who get you 20 or 25 home runs and no steals, or very few steals, that's going to drop you down into the middle of the pack in the stolen base category. But you're still going to be very strong in all of the other categories. Conversely, if you have too many guys with 20 or fewer home run power that gets you a bunch of steals, you may be great in that one category. But unless you find a bunch of 40 home run hitters, your other categories are going to suffer. I'll leave it there for now because I feel like I'm rambling trying to explain it. But we'll pick this topic up again and maybe I can discuss it with some guests. I really do think it's interesting, but I just wanted to put a bug in your ear for now about drafting for balance. Let me know your thoughts on Twitter at CommonSenseFBB. Have a great day, and as always, stay classy, Planet Baseball.